Oh my my. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Suck my butt and suck my bean. This is Halloween. Everybody make a skeet. Grab a bung and grab a ding. Ding, 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 a ding, 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 a ding. <laughs> uh, well, we're talking about all that spooky shit again. This is uh, Death Metal Dicks. Halloween edition. Did I just fucked that up. <laughs> yeah. It's the Halloween edition of uh, Death Metal. And wouldn't you know, we're off up, fucking off in the RV again. Off we go. <laughs> but uh, I think with this Zoom thing, sounds pretty fucking good. So yeah. uh, I saw somebody was on. I <laughs> uh, can't remember where I got the message at because there's like 85 different social media things. Yeah. But someone noted that they suffered through the shitty sound in the RV on one of the Dahmer episodes. Yeah. Oh uh, no! Somebody hadn't joined the Facebook group. Which Facebook dot com. Backslash Death Metal Dicks, you can just find the group on that now. But yeah, someone <laughs> asked to join, and you know how it's like, we ask questions to keep from getting spam bots or whatever. Yeah. And one of them is like, why do you want to join the group? He's like, because I love the podcast. I even, I was like, I'm listening to all of them from the start right now. I've even suffered through the shitty sound in the RV on the Dahmer episode. He's <laughs> like, man, all right. <laughs> you deserve that. Man, uh, I wish we were filming right now. Only because... You got an empty fucking mason jar, (laughs) and you are holding a fucking clove cigarette awkwardly. Yeah, well, I don't know. We're about to fuck. Yeah, we are definitely gonna fuck. I'm gonna puke in that cup. Are you fucking with that cigarette? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Uh, you got. You also stepped in dog shit, and we're in the RV, and you didn't do a very good job of wiping it off. No, man, you had a paper towel too. Well, see, I wanted that streak. Okay, I make you feel like some Nikes. <laughs> shit streak. Uh, yeah, my wife just had clove sitting out there, so I grabbed one. I'm gonna smoke one during the podcast. Why don't you grab two? I don't know. You want a clove? I want a clove, brother. <laughs> well, I'll go get one. I guess you're gonna have to. Yeah, start this shit. I mean, let me get me a. Clove. You're gonna go get a clove? Yeah, man. I'm. I gotta figure out what what the big fucking issue is. <laughs> They're on the porch on that on that <laughs> down the pole. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're going to smoke some clothes. Well, that's what happens in Arkansas, man. It's For one, it's Sunday, and uh, because of the Lord, we can't buy any alcohol. It's cut off on Saturday, and we're recording on Sunday because Wednesday is Halloween. Halloween! And we are going to take our kids out, trick-or-treating and all that good shit, so we were not going to be able to record on Wednesday. And plus, we'll be able to get this out to you guys on Wednesday, Halloween, that makes it more fun and special. And this episode is aptly appropriate. I feel like you definitely listened to the first part of this. The um, Black Munt, Black Munt, Black Monk of Pontefract. We are going back to the house 30 East Drive in England. They're the fucking Pritchard family. It's always weird to crack into it in the trailer. This is the hard part. Because yeah. we usually like go in and sit down in the studio and fucking around and talk to Mark for a second and get the YouTube stream going. It's just a different ambiance. So, I mean, I like it here because we can hear the fucking crickets chirping. Yeah. Uh, we're going to spark up a couple of cloves here in a second. It smells like a fucking <laughs> raisin slash fucking sweet and sour dipping sauce from Mickey D's. <laughs> yeah. 
I always try to tell people that uh, I think cigarettes smell like raisins, and no one ever believes me. And yeah, it's they, always people that smoke, and like I'll smell one. You ever? Did you ever try to get did get started smoking before? Oh, I did, man. You did smoke when I was like fourth grade. I was always breaking out and shit, <laughs> and then I had to go to the doctor take one of those fucking allergy tests. They poke your back. Yeah. And they said, like, I was severely allergic to it, so I told my mom she had to quit smoking. <laughs> but you were smoking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she ain't quit shit. Hell no. She don't care about she, me. She never quitted anything. Quit it, man. She, don't, she ain't never done quit the damn thing. Yeah, she ain't never quit it. She quitted her kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, old Ginger's out there. It kind of smells like Ginger, too, these clothes. Well, I ran into her one day, and I just got the fuck in my car and left. <laughs> was that recently? Yeah, man. She smelled like raisins. She's the... <laughs> <laughs> That's the real poltergeist, man, is your mom, dude. Ooh. She has haunted the hell out of us for years. My bad. We ever talked about the fucking sandwich on this? Nah, I don't know. Well, uh, you know, it is the spooky time of year. Yeah. It's time to invoke spirits and bring forth <laughs> great tragic ghosts. And uh, Buddy's mom, Ginger, has never let go of the ghost of her <laughs> husband, Willis. Oh, that man. was Buddy's stepdad, so much so that when she would get fucked up, which was always, I mean, always. I mean, right now she's there. Yeah, and I know you guys know from us talking about it over and over again that Buddy's mom and Buddy lived in the same house, Buddy's grandparents' house, in the basement when Buddy was like 22. Yeah. And <laughs> one time we were over there, and we were about to go do some shit, and we were standing on, they had a real cool double decker deck you had like one deck upstairs one deck downstairs we're on the downstairs deck it's me you and our friend brian we were planning i think we're gonna like go to a haunted house actually yeah yeah. and we're talking about it she comes outside and it's like where are you guys going and then you were holding on to a shitty frayed old rope that was on the side of the porch and she goes don't touch that it was willis's rope yeah uh Everything was Willis's. Yeah. <laughs> Your fucking nipples just out. <laughs> you put that away? We got clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta suck these toes. Smoke some clothes. <laughs> man, I'm not gonna have nipples and clothes around me like yeah, this. You it's are, too man. much, man. I'm turning into a golf lady. And then uh <laughs> when you were like, Mom, this rope's been here for like a year. It's not Willis's rope. She's like, What are you guys gonna do tonight? And we were like, go to a haunted house. And she goes, I wanna come. And you go, no. She goes, well, I want a sandwich. <laughs> I told her, get her ass upstairs and make one, man. My mom's too damn dumb to make a sandwich. <laughs> She's a legitimate poltergeist. Yeah. I, I, I'm, you know, the fucking jury's out for me as always. I don't know what I believe in anymore. There could be, for, for, put your fucking nipple away, man. I believe that that's gross for sure. It's a fuck. it's like the right, it's four colors. <laughs> what? Look. I've been pitching them man. to stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> man, why the fuck is yellow, purple, pink, and red? Yeah, man. It's not even a country with that flag, man. It's just Buddy's fucking nipples. <laughs> you got like a fucking Malaysian glaze on those boys. <laughs> they taste good. You got unicorn nipples, dude. You got that Starbucks unicorn frappuccino for a nipple. Hey, man. It <laughs> probably tastes good. No. I used to be able to pick these up and suck them, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. All right. I feel good now. Uh, we're talking about the Pritchard family dealing with this goddamn poltergeist. And from last time, you probably picked up 
I'm no fucking expert on hauntings, buddy. Okay. Because uh, I'm going to say, as I've said before, <laughs> it's not something I really believe in. I think everyone's had experiences where you felt like there's a paranormal event taking place that you're around. And what I can say is some shit that's going to come up, uh, that, that has come up. I can't remember if we talked about it last time, but it does come up and it will come up a couple of times in this. I have known that, the like, that, so one time me and my friends were uh, at my friend Phil Turner's house. So I bring up a lot of this podcast. He's like pretty much my only friend when we were teenagers. We're at his house. Did I already talk about this with the fish tanks and the lights and shit? Yeah. Fuck. I'm just a book of old stories recycled. Anyway, so, you know, we all go downstairs. We watch The Exorcist. I never watched that shit before. It's just us four. Um, and the fucking lights all turn on, and then they all go off. And then they all turn on, and then they all go off. We fucking run upstairs, and we try to tell his dad about it. And his dad is like this hard-ass 70-year-old black dude. He's got no time with his wife. Man, a goddamn thing going on in this motherfucking house. Y'all pussy-ass, weak-ass kids getting scared as hell watching some dumb-ass movie. And then all of a sudden, pow! <laughs> a giant fucking pane of glass just smashed, but there was no glass broken anywhere. He heard it, too. He was, like, yelling at Phil for waking him up. <laughs> and we were, like, 14 and 15, like, oh, waking yeah. this dude up. Real you know? scared. <laughs> <laughs> and we hear the shit break, and he's, he's getting on to me. He's like, man, what the hell was that? And we, like, to go look around the house. There's no glass broken anywhere. We were scared as fuck. I think the culmination of this was us, th- like, teenage dudes who, you know, are the most embarrassing thing that you could get caught doing as boys becoming men is like cuddling on the floor next to each other which is essentially what we had to do to get through the night we all were like under one blanket watching shit that's not scary you know what i'm saying yeah scared as fuck did y'all wake up and smoke a clove (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna do that if anything could be more homoerotic than what i just described smoking this clove (laughs) my titty hanging out (laughs) buddy's tit smoking this clove but (laughs) You know, <laughs> what's always made a difference in some shit like that or when you're outside in the woods by yourself and you hear a, a rustle, you assume it's an animal. There's always there's been times and I'm sure everyone's life where there's a difference between something that's naturally scary and you get like that feeling of goosebumps and like a weird feeling in your stomach, like maybe a, a pinching in your chest that lets you know that perhaps what you're experiencing is a different type of fear than a reality-based fear. Does does that ring any bells for you, buddy? Yeah. Like a, like a pooling on the, your insides because oh, yeah. you know something that you can't put your finger on is there. I call it the old roller coaster, man. Yeah? You know, when you get up at the top and you're about to go down, that you get that sinking feeling like, here we go. Yeah. But it's more like a, you don't know what's going to happen. You know you're going to go down this motherfucker – but if it's dark, you don't know where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. You know, some roller coaster got the dumbass like coal mining caves that go over it. You're like, hey, what the? like Branson, Missouri. Yeah. Oh, fucking uh, Silver Dollar City. Yeah, man. I got. I still got a Silver Dollar City baseball bat right in my damn car with your name on it. Yeah. <laughs> you just got a bat that says "Buddy" in your car. Yep. Man, don't ever smack anybody with that shit. I'll beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> you go to prison for sure. It's got your name on it. <laughs> Who hit you with that? It'll be on the back of their ass. Yeah, yeah. I'll that, spank the man. That fucking Rick James Chappelle show skit I know is like the most over-talked 
piece of comedic television of all time, but that shit's so funny. When, like, I wish they would have had Prince on that one, like they had Rick James on, yeah. on like do like recounting from his side of it, and uh, it, like his ring said something else, and they talked to Rick James, but everything else was the same. He was like, he hit me with a ring that said Unity on it, and he like punches him and just unity <laughs> and then it goes back to rick james and he's like showing the ring and he's like i indented this right on that black head of his <laughs> it's fucking hilarious that shit was funny uh, you do that with that silver city baseball bat to somebody uh so yeah we're going back to the pritchard family kind of going back right where we left off now where we looked last time this is a thing that seems to happen with poltergeists Again, this is not something that I spent a lot of time in my life looking at. It. I'm I'm never been that interested in ghost shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I can't look, look. This is hard to describe because we're on YouTube right now. But every time I look at Buddy, <laughs> I could, we do the podcast like I'm essentially having a conversation with you, the listener, <laughs> and also Buddy at the same time. So if I have something that I feel like needs a nod of feedback on, I'll look over at Buddy. But right now, every time I look over at him. This goddamn frothy nipple is just <laughs> slammed out of the side of his fucking ill-cut Eternal Champion shirt. And I fucking pony board this clove behind my ear. <laughs> yeah, I took that boy in. I'm just <laughs> trying to seduce you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I was in Nashville all weekend. I fucking left early as shit Friday. I'm tired. And for whatever reason, when I'm tired. I get horny as hell, so you might... Man, it happens to me too, man. You ever, yeah, you just get like worn down. You're like, God, you just stay really yeah. hard. Yeah. Like, also on a plane, I don't know what the fuck it is about flying in a plane, bro. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not even horned up on a plane. You just get a bone, man. Man, it lifts every up. time I fall asleep, and I'd fucking wake up. And you know, I'm always wearing like either basketball shorts or like athletic pants. So there's no covering, and like I've been asleep the whole time, and I know that somebody. Has seen my peen because I'll fucking wake up and just be like, oh my God. Yeah, something about it, man. You just fucking. <laughs> you arise. Drooling. And so does your stink link. <laughs> <laughs> the old stink link. Uh, fucking sick sausage. <laughs> God, man. You're the worst. Uh, so, the point I'm trying to make here about ghosts and poltergeists and shit like that, the big difference I can tell you from what I'm finding out between like a ghost haunting and a poltergeist haunting is a poltergeist generally is where you would have a haunting where it makes a lot of noise, moves stuff around. It's almost like mischievous. Yeah. It's not a lot of times uh, evil or intimidating. It's often pretty fucking whimsical and goofy. It's all like playing tricks. Like it, if this should happen to you, I could see where, um, you know, start with you'd be scared as fuck because shit would be disappearing around your house. Things would be moving around. You have no explanation for it. You think you're going crazy, but you realize that there's an entity doing it in your home. That would be scary as shit, right? Yes. But then after a couple of months of it just fucking jingling and jangling and fucking trying to make you go, oh boy, just shit. You basically are getting a free haunted house at this point, you know what I yeah. mean? And that that could be fun. Yeah. And so far, the Pritchard family seems to have only had things like, again, this is what you would call the most violent poltergeist ever recorded. And uh, that's almost hard to say because poltergeists don't actually inflict grievous harm. Uh, they 
do things, as we'll find out, that physically harm somebody, more scary than anything, but there's nothing that's like a lasting effect. I mean, no one dies. No one fucking gets shredded up. No cuts, no guns. No Nothing to where, you know, there's other ghost stories where people die, people get set on fire. Uh, people cut themselves. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. no bodily harm that you could not get rid of in a couple of days going on. And there hasn't been any bodily harm as of yet. I mean, everyone's getting scared. Um, so basically where we left off is like, you know, the first part of the haunting, uh, the daughter, Diane, and the rest of the family was gone. It was just Philip and Grandma's skull in the house when the entity appeared and started fucking around. And then the family came back, and two years later when they started to redecorate Diana's room or Diane's room, uh, the fucking poltergeist showed itself and threw the paintbrushes around and all that shit. And generally, the theory on poltergeist is, and theory is a loose word. Well, I guess a theory is just anything that you think of, right? Yeah. Just like I have this idea. All right, okay. So generally, the theory on poltergeist is that they feed off of energy, mm-hmm. and that's why, like in the movie Poltergeist, it's fixated on the little girl. Yeah. They did a good job. Like a lot of that movie is based on this and a couple of other poltergeist quote-unquote cases that were actually rooted in some sort of reality at least being reported as the hauntings happened and a poltergeist i would think knows who to scare to get the most juice out of and if you're in a house of a full family probably a teenage girl is going to have the most energy coming off of them or fucking with grandma's yeah, but grandmas, like, they don't have a lot of life force in them. No, man. They usually don't know what the hell's going on. It's like it's like the lady in this one where she uh, got snowed on or whatever. Yeah. But you know she was like, Nesbitt, <laughs> what are you doing to me? Yeah, why are you sprinkling me down? Was our church group not satisfactory when you left me like that? I mean, Nickers are damp. <laughs> Anytime anything English comes up. It's Nickers. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> Yeah, that's a dance of the line there, buddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that now we're getting into more escalation. That's what I was saying in the last podcast. This thing seems to escalate because, again, once you kind of get used to some shit, it ain't that scary anymore. And it's not going to be able to produce the energy that it wants. Um, a funny thing that happens is that their Aunt Marjorie comes to check the shit out. Yeah. She is supposedly logical rooted in science everyone else around them i mean the news of this shit has traveled throughout the community the whole family knows about it of course i mean they're they've had trouble sleeping like this is a real condensed version of what happened the book is fucking like 400 pages yeah um and we're just trying to make it fit into two podcasts i thought it was 200 well the ebook doesn't actually go by pages it seemed long as fuck to me so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just thought you said that last week. Last week it was 200. Well, it's an ebook. It does not actually like a pages. It's like, anyway, suck my dick. How about that? (laughs) How about you mouth my pipe? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Trying to read that shit. I'm sucking you up like a fucking Hoover. (laughs) (laughs) A Hoover vacuum cleaner. Yeah, so Aunt Marjorie is, is bound and determined to prove this shit wrong. And everyone else has already run through these things, you know. Remember the uncle from across the street. And I th- fucking I may have fucked up on the name Marjorie, but let me say this. Uh, we're talking about English people. Yeah, it's, it doesn't matter what your name is. You're Marjorie to me. Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie. Would fetch me a chippy. 
Go on down. <laughs> Head on down to the fry up there. Get me a chippy, wee 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 lass. You know what's weird is whenever you find out how they ask to fuck there. How is it? They go, how's your father? That's the fucking... No. Nah. That's the term for fucking, man. From where? That's asking if you want to fuck. Where'd you get this information <laughs> from? Man, from an English person. Who? I don't know. All right, so it's bullshit. I, I can't remember where... No, it's, it's not... It's unfounded. No, we can Google it, man. It's straight up as like, if you ask, how's your father? It means, hey, you want to fuck. Okay. I don't know why it means <laughs> that. That's some weird English shit. All right. Maybe your, di- your dick. Is your dick hard? Your father? It raised you? All right, you did the math. I I guess I don't know. (laughs) So, Marjorie, known now, could be wrong. (laughs) I might fuck that up. Uh, She, she of course goes like wants to blame the kids, which again is logical. Uh, Like we talked about Uncle Vic from across the street last week when they had brought them in on it because they were across the street. They were scared as hell. He didn't believe it at first, and he soon ended up calling the cops on this fucking ghost. The cops showed up, and of course, it's not an unarmed black man, so it's safe in the presence of the law. No ghost came about, and so she shows up, and she's going to prove everybody wrong. Uh, of course, when she gets there, she's like wanting shit to happen, you know? And poltergeists are looking for energy to feed off of, so it knows if it puts on a show, it's going to get what it wants. Yeah. Uh, and so she's asking for the poltergeist to show up, doesn't do anything for the longest time. She's all but convinced nothing is going to happen. She's like, see, I told you, it's the children. She's trying to keep an eye on them. All of a sudden, classic thing that's been happening in the house, all the lights shut off. And as we talked about, the light switch for the entire house was located underneath the stairs. So they had to go into the stairs to turn it back on. So as they go under the stairs to turn the lights back on, it was very important to the aunt to make sure that everyone was accounted for. Like She she figured because the lights went off, surely Philip was going to sneak off and like do something. So she kept an eye on Philip, kept Diane close. They parents go in, Joe and Jean turn the light on. When they turn the light back on, all of the chairs in the house have been turned upside down. Hey. Yeah. And it was about a 30 second period. That's fucking weird. So she still isn't sold on it. She still thinks that, you know, Philip must have snuck off and done that. And then they turned the lights off to draw her attention away from it, turn it back on, and that happened. Okay. Fair enough. And then there's a giant crash in the house again. That's been happening. Upstairs crash with not. Sometimes there's something up there like the flower pot. Sometimes it's just the noise to draw attention away from whatever's going to happen next. <coughs> Which in this case is. And Marjorie's gloves are missing. She starts looking around the house for him, drops that for a while. Once again, all the lights in the house turn off. There's a giant crash. They turn him back on. And at this point, she starts freaking out. You know, it's like the one time you may be able to hold strong. Yeah. When you came in, you're like, it's the kids. And then the kids are sitting there and the shit happens again. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. It's- was, the, was the gloves that were missing, like, in the polter, all the poltergeist's hands and it was, like, fingering her butt? You said the gloves were missing. So she lights turn off and they turn them back on. Butt fingers. And uh, she freaks out this time. And she starts singing Onward Christian Soldier. Onward, Christian yeah. And then one of the gloves reappears only to conduct her like she's a choir. Whoa. Yeah, he's fucking clowning her. Butt fingers. You're doing the fucking, uh, yeah, doing the old uh, back and forth like a Looney Tunes cartoon God, where Bug Bunny is. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course it is. Bobby running. Yeah. 
yeah. And then uh, she stops and is just staring and frozen in her tracks, and the whole family's there. And the kids are laughing at her at this point because she was so staunch in believing that they were controlling what was happening and now she's learning that it is actually this fucking entity and she's freaking the fuck out and uh, they're scared too of course because now this goddamn glove is just in the air and they all shut the fuck up when the gloved hand starts beckoning them towards them with like the come here fingers like you know how you finger someone real good yeah Yeah, it's doing that whole thing where it's trying to pull you into it put it up on the shrimp (laughs) (laughs) and then the glove all of a sudden dematerializes it's all the way gone it pops into thin air Uh, a couple months later both of the gloves show up together and they're in the kitchen fireplace marjorie won't touch the gloves of course when they bring them to her to try to get her say hey we found your gloves you want them back she's scared of shit she's not going to touch them she doesn't want any that ectoplasm to get into her skin and come over so she takes the gloves with a pair of kitchen tongs out to her garden burns them while she's praying cool yeah she got shook. Yeah, that's fucking terrifying. The next spooky prank that happens is that they've prepared this whole tray of sandwiches for the lunch that they're having. Oh, all, I fucked up. <clears throat> they're calling the spirit Fred now. They call that boy Fred. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know either. Uh, it's a real goofy thing to call something. Anyway. Frederick. Yeah, it's just some English, you know, fucking English. Uh, there's a sandwich tray that they've assembled to have a fun little lunch with, and then as they're preparing things, the family's kind of talking to each other, not paying attention to anything going on, and bam, the sandwich tray flies into the air, everything gets scattered everywhere, and uh, they go to try to pick everything up, and they see this big piece of sandwich behind the television that's got a big old bite taken out of it. Crap. Yeah, there's no explanation for that, and I don't think a ghost eats unless it's Slimer. Maybe it is Slimer. Maybe it is, man. Man, I've, uh, yeah, so perhaps, perhaps it could be Slimer. I feel like I asked this on here before, because I just, I talk, you know, I say the same shit all the time. Yeah, I do too. So it's hard to uh, keep track of this shit, but I still wonder, Slimer, Ghostbusters, there's people, ghosts, and Ghostbusters. Yes. Most ghosts are human in Ghostbusters. Yeah. What the fuck is Slimer? He is. Because wasn't he just a fat guy that died? He's a garbage man's cum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That explains it. Green. Does he have pubes? Does he got pubes, man? Uh, uh. <laughs> just bald. No, what he, he fucks, he slaps on a mask, and his name is Vagimer. <laughs> man. <laughs> Come on. I fucking wish I was drunk right now. Yeah, you're not drunk, so that makes it extra yeah. fun. You want to spark up these clothes, man? <laughs> spark them a blaze, right, man. man. I like to talk about ghost sex. <laughs> I don't smoke anything in a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, that's the sound of him putting a dick in his mouth. That boy sparks, man. <laughs> sparks? <laughs> like a crack, man? Like a firecracker? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <coughs> Are you supposed to inhale that? <coughs> I don't know. Well, I ain't gonna. It fucking uh, crackles. Yeah, cloves. Uh, just feeling real Halloween girl time right now, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like I'm one of Pete Stills' ladies. She's in love with herself. She likes cloves to spark. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't see how this is enjoyable in any way. I tried to start smoking uh, back on that thing one time, like, uh, 
you know, I had to go fucking live with my shit ass abusive mom that beat me up and all that cool shit. Yeah. Uh, well, they smoked, and they like you know, there's like people who are addicted to smoking. Well, they'll smoke, you know, a pack of cigarettes a day. She drinking hooch too. Maybe a couple of cigarettes. Yeah, maybe a couple of cigarettes a day. You know, they her and her husband smoked like a carton a day. So they just had a ton of cartons, but they had to, you know, they couldn't smoke like a well-known brand of cigarette. It was like Ligget. Pyramid. <laughs> yes. Yeah, always shit like that, dude. I don't even know. A real slim cigarette that was long. Nah, they were just like regular cigarettes, but, you know, I think, I'm, I'm certain that they were like shitty. Like rehab cigarettes? <laughs> yeah, like shitty cheap cigarettes for sure. Yeah. And, uh, so, but they were always, I mean, they had tons of them. Like, they would get like fucking like six fucking cartons of them a week actually caught a nice cool buzz off of this thing man yeah man i'm ripped to the tip so they had like a whole fucking like shelf full of cartons of shit cigarettes so she smoked light ones and he smoked regular ones so i was like all right man uh i'm gonna be fucking cool try to give this cigarette shit a whirl and so i just would like i tried to force myself into smoking like getting hooked to smoking yeah, I just couldn't do it, man. It was so gross. It was just like toasted fucking burned raisins. <laughs> it was fucking foul. I didn't get the appeal at all. I didn't feel like, like I was definitely inhaling. I was getting fucking like fucked up, uh, like nicotine buzz and sick as shit feeling. Yeah. And uh, I never had like the craving for more that people talk about. Where it's like, I got to have one right now. I never felt like that. I always felt like I was going to have to force myself to have another one. And then... uh you know how motherfuckers look cool as fuck when they smoke it makes you want to smoke not me not fucking you <laughs> yeah, man yeah yeah so it's you, like a cool fucking rip man you see when you see somebody fucking sparkling up and then kick on their motorcycle and they fucking rev off into the sun dust yeah i did get a cool buzz off of this shit oh man uh so the next spooky thing that happens here is uh gene Sitting in the living room. And this is when they notice, this is another trademark of like hauntings. They notice that there's a smell that comes around like a clove cigarette when uh, something spooky is going to happen. It's not like that. I just said that because we're smoking cloves. Uh, I wonder why my wife even got these fucking things. Just for us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This might be a stereotype. Oh my god! Anytime a lady would come over to my parents' house to yeah. see my mom, it's smoking a clove. She was also chowing down on some bush. Come on, man! I hate the beast. That's it. <laughs> Is that a fucking uh, what's, what's those cigars the with the filters on them? Uh, Swisher sweets? Maybe not Swisher. Oh, they look like a cigarette, but they're a cigar? Yeah. I don't know what you call them, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's the old official cigarette of... Yeah, I thought that clothes are like a fucking 90s goth thing. They gotta be. I mean, they, they're they black, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're like, you know, they're they're for fucking smoke. Have you ever seen like the weird porns where people get blowjobs or smoking cigarettes? That's, like a, <laughs> that's a thing. That's a fetish, man. What? People like to get jacked <laughs> off and sucked off of somebody smoking a <laughs> yeah. cigarette. The person sucking is smoking? They're both smoking that in some cases. That dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Put it out in his ashtray. So Gene notices that there's a 
heavy perfume smell, like an old woman's perfume. And interesting is that Philip describes the smell as oppressive, uh, like a sulfur type of smell. But, uh, you know, when I fucking, like, I hate perfume. That shit gives me a headache. Yeah. No matter what it is. No matter if it's, like, the quote-unquote good shit or some old lady shit. If I get a whiff, like, air, like a fucking air freshener, perfume, all that shit gives me, like, an instant piercing fucking headache. Were you fucking with Bod as a kid? No. Oh, B-O-D for me. Bod. Nah, never once. But I had an axe effect. I like sure. that Bod. <laughs> <laughs> Check out that. They always play that dumb shit in yeah. movie theaters. Oh, and also like on the on like the cartoons always, dude. Like Saturday morning or like TGIF, they would yeah, always man. be cranking fucking BOD for men. Yeah. Check out that bod. Like we'll be returning to cool bod to Alex Mack fresh bod. Man, uh, what was that fucking joke I had about Alex Mack that I oh, oh I was like you're such a dork you couldn't even make Alex Mack wet. Damn. That's high level. People don't get it because they don't remember Alex Mack. No, I remember she melted into a fucking puddle. God. She just was wet. <laughs> she <laughs> sure did. She traveled in a puddle, too. She was just a puddle, baby. <laughs> she like that old boy from T2. <laughs> Stink, Mike. Ooh, I gotta use it. It's hard to keep this thing going because you need to do it right. <laughs> <laughs> keep it going. Stoke the flame. <laughs> this fuck is dumb as hell. Sexual. <laughs> I'm untamed. <laughs> Sexual smoking. Man, I can see how you could get into this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, man. So. <laughs> <laughs> we got people to lift weights now. We can get them into fucking smoking. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's so funny how many people lift weights now. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we get them into smoking clothes, man. That's the next movement. If you want to get real swollen and cool, you got to fucking pump an iron and toke a clothes. <laughs> we ought to spark one up in the gym one day. <laughs> dude, we'll be like, what the, the hell? hell? <laughs> yeah, man, it makes you stronger, bro. Watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, My back's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your back is better. You fucking fixed it with clubs, man. Uh, so Jean smells the perfume. Fell. She's just sitting in the living room, minding her own goddamn business. All of a sudden, an egg floats into the living room. A fucking egg by itself is just floating, <laughs> and then pow, smashes onto the floor as soon as she notices it. Now, again, this poltergeist. It's horny for attention. Yeah. It's like uh, the reason we smoke these cloves, you know what I mean? Just to be eccentric. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, it's just doing shit like that. Doing it. Uh, so if, if, the thing with Jean is that she's probably the most mad about this haunting because she does all the cleaning. <gasps> and she, <laughs> she's on like some housewife shit. <laughs> Sorry, I had to take a, clo- a clove cough break. Uh Egg floats into the room, smashes onto the floor. That's fucking terrifying. Jean hates messes. Again, she's probably the most mad about this shit because she has to clean everything up and she doesn't want a messy house. Who the fuck does, first of all? But, you know, this is the 1960s in England, so she's solely responsible, essentially, for cleaning the house. She's a straight-up housewife having to take care of all this shit. So, you know, when the poltergeist needs a quick fix of that fucking people juice, he just fucks some shit up and Jean gets mad and has to clean it up. Now... Once she sees the egg smash, she's like, what the fuck? Another egg comes floating in the room. She's standing up to try to combat it, and pow, 
smashes. Now, if I was a poltergeist, I would have hit Gina in the face with that fucking egg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but she goes into the fridge, opens the carton of eggs to see if these are her eggs being smashed. And, in fact, they are. There's two eggs that have been taken out, and those are the ones that have been smashed. So she says, fuck this. I'm not going to clean up any more eggs. You're not going to steal any more of my eggs. She puts it into a wooden milk crate. It's got like a lid on it, like the old school antiques roadshow ass shit. Yeah. And she takes it back into the living room and puts it on the chair she's sitting on and sits on the eggs. So that way, this fucking spooky Fred motherfucker can't get a hold of these eggs. Then he fucking comes in the room and steals her ovaries. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's tired of her shit. I want those eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ain't going to get them eggs you going to get pregs, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm going to put one in it. Open your legs and give me your eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so, she's sitting on top of the eggs. Another egg fucking appears out of nowhere, smashes onto the floor. She's sitting on the carton of eggs like, what the fuck? It can't be these eggs, so these are some fucking polter eggs. And then poultry, poltergeist, poltergeist, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, another egg smashes. And then another one. And runs through all nine of them. So she opens the box, already convinced that there's no way the eggs could have come out of the box and smashed onto the floor. But sure the fuck enough, somehow this poltergeist has torn a fucking hole into reality and yanked the eggs from beneath her without anyone feeling anything, noticing anything. That motherfucker has torn the entire fabric of the reality in which we think we know. And uh, this is something... If you've seen the movie Poltergeist, again, you know, it's a fucking movie, but they, they, the producers of that did their homework. They did. Uh, as far as... That's a Spielberg movie. Docu- yeah, and you know how he's meticulous. Yeah. As far as documented hauntings go, this is a thing that happens a lot. Um, you know, I don't have specifics of like, here's this case and this case, and we've only done this one ghost episode, so... Yeah. We don't have anything to fall back on tell you like, hey, here's this episode you can go back and reference. But, you know, there's a lot of shit that goes wrong where the ultimate proof for people is when they physically have placed something somewhere. They made note of it because weird shit keeps disappearing. Weird shit keeps happening. They want to make it stop. They want to make note of how they did it. I'm puffing on a clove. Tony's some serious shit. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel British rat. Uh, they will. Uh, oh, it, it will make no over oh, where it was there. And God, then, some biscuits and tea, do you know? We're gonna take a a tea break. We're gonna talk about some fucked up shit. A clove break, yeah. How's your father? <laughs> I guess we're fucking <coughs> um, keeping an eye on some shit. Put it under lock and key, and then it still comes out into thin air and scares the fuck out of everybody. Yeah, and I think it's funny. You know, this guy's just having a good time. I think playing with eggs is hilarious. Uh, when I was a teenager, me and my friend that I was just talking about, Phil, and our dumbass friends, we used to egg houses. Who you, Everyone did that, Fucking I feel like. Because yeah. you, you're a shithead kid. I mean, that's a terrible thing to do to somebody. Oh, yeah. It's fucked up. But, you know, for one... Oh, you do it to their car, fucks the paint up. For you. one, you know, I had a shit-ass life. And any type of escape I was looking for. So this whole thing is probably my fault. I'm certain I was the person that instigated this. And when we got bored with egging houses, we used to do this shit that we called toot toot bam. So it was like <laughs> it was like there, it was like throwing eggs at the house wasn't enough. Like you threw the eggs for a couple yeah. weeks. It was pretty funny. You did two lines of coke and shot a shotgun. <laughs> toot yeah, toot yeah. bam. But now we would pull up to the house 
and honk the horn of the fucking van until somebody looked outside and then egged their house and then took the fuck off. Yeah, damn. <laughs> That's cool. One time we were out doing that shit and we saw a kid like our age walking and we fucking pulled up in the van and we all have like masks on our face and shit and just swung the door open. And yo, you've never seen anyone in more fear of anything. You know how like uh You're gonna turn that into a bang bus. <laughs> you know how you're like confronted with life and death? Yeah. And uh, you see it and all you can do is just like take two fucking steps backwards. Yeah. Like that's the you just take two giant steps and you just froze. It's like oh, <laughs> and then uh, we just fucking pelted them with eggs, man, just out there in the dark. And they were like, please. <laughs> I love that shit. Yeah, the was... sound of fear. <laughs> fucking terrible, man. Fucking terrible. Hey, man, at least we weren't kidnapping them because we could have for sure. Oh, man, that would have been so funny. Nah. Kidnapping. <laughs> we're doing that tonight. Do you hit that clove a little bit too hard, man? Man, I'm cloved. <laughs> I'm fucking missing, man. I'm cloverfield. <laughs> uh. <laughs> This is ridiculous. That's, in the basement. So, the next prank that Fred goes for, the very next day, they wake up. All the door handles have been smeared with jelly, and yeah, he yeah. stuck toilet paper to the jelly. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then as they step out into the hallway to investigate what's going on, they go to the bottom of the stairs, and there's just a fucking glob at the bottom of the stairs where he's taking every condiment, jelly, marmalade, Fucking HB sauce or whatever those fucking weird Brits use. HB sauce. I think that, yeah, I think that's what it is. HB. It's either HB or HK. It's like fucking shitty Worcestershire A1 type of thing. Okay. And then a bunch of mustard just all swirled together in a Fuck pile yes. at the bottom of this. Just a bunch of fucking goop. Man, that sounds like a kid to me, but whatever. Yeah. Man, hey, I'm, I was thinking about this the other day. One time we had some kids in, in the bathroom fucking taking their fucking... Taking... Their turds and rolling them into balls and throwing them up on the ceiling and shit. What? And I was like, "What the hell, man?" And then my boss goes, "That ain't nothing. A kid got in the kitchen and shit in a Tupperware and stuck it back in the drawer." It's <laughs> 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 like before I worked there, I thought it was the funniest shit, yeah, man. That's hilarious. That's a fucking poltergeist <laughs> for sure. Wild ass kid. Let me spark this clove back up. <laughs> Look, man, you're trying to eat like corn too at the same time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, this fucking club is fucking shit up. Yo, so and then at, once he gets the attention from that, his next move is he just continuously starts dumping food out of the fridge. How pissed would you be? You get out to the grocery, you buy your fucking bangers, you buy your fucking mash, yeah. you buy your fucking peas, and then every fucking day this old boy is just dumping your fridge contents out into the floor. God damn. What an asshole. Remember when my dogs figured out how to work as a team and open the fridge? Yeah. We had to just get a different fridge because there was yeah. like no stopping them. Like first, we got Oscar, Fedor, who just died recently. He was like a fucking evil genius, but he couldn't, like he figured out a lot of things, but never the fridge. And then, like, a week after getting Oscar, they somehow cracked the code to the fridge. It's like he ordered that fucking dog to open the fridge up. Yeah. And then they were just getting in there and taking every fucking thing out of it. Like, all the vegetables, they wouldn't eat them. They'd just pull them out and look through it and be like, nah, fuck that. And then everything. And so we got these. They they made child locks for the fridge, and it was like a strap. Like, one end of it clicked into the other end. You put one on the door, one on the thing. So the door would close. You would put the strap together, and then you couldn't open the door without clicking in on the strap. It was to keep babies out, but it was supposed to work for dogs. But no, those fucking idiots figured it out in like a week. They did. And they were just ruined. 
Like one time, you know, for fucking a, a poor people, like two hundred dollars worth of groceries fucks you up, you know? Yeah, for sure. You gotta get them groceries. Fuck those shit hounds. Man, my fucking cats do that shit. Will you like meet out the thaw so we can make dinner and shit? Yeah. And they'll fling it across the fucking whole house <laughs> like chicken strip shit. You know what I'm saying? Like just they come in and be like, hey man, you got something out of the trash? Like, no, you made some trash. <laughs> they fucking just chicken strips, uncooked. <laughs> oh man. And they're eating it and it's the weirdest fucking You sound. still cook them? Oh yeah. I washed them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the toilet. <laughs> oh, man. You're terrible. Trailer toilet Toilet chicken. strips. <laughs> trailer toilet chicken strips. <laughs> it's like beer can chicken, but from a trailer. Yeah, the coolest thing that this old boy does the entire time to me is he starts making all these fucking murals and shit, but it's just mainly upside down crosses where he's taking uh, rich crackers and covered them in peanut butter and then making upside down crosses on the wall. I would eat the hell out of that. Fuck yeah. You just wake man. up to a blasphemous fucking Reese's PB sandwich every day. Or not Reese's, Ritz PB Sounds sandwich like a every snack day. I would have made in fucking youth, youth fucking camp or some shit. Yeah, here guys, check this shit out. <laughs> Fuck God. Yeah, I would eat that for sure. That sounds fucking hilarious. Like, the hilarious thing. Like, imagine if you were into metal at the time. Like, what is it? We're talking like 1968 now. So, uh, when did Black Sabbath's first one come out? 69? 68 or 69. Yeah, what if you just got Black Sabbath and that happened? You'd be stoked. Yeah, you'd be like, this is cool. <laughs> I don't know. It may not be. I may be like 72. I don't fucking know. Who knows? Who cares? Yeah, I don't care. Just for argument's sake, let's say that there's some hard evil music out there in the world for make things better on them by listening to and getting into the upside down cross spirit. Now, um, they had called the church to try to exercise this fucking spirit that's in the house. Well, you know, I don't want to say a logical thing to do, but it's like, what are your choices when you're dealing with an evil spirit in your house? It's, it's everything that you're trying to do is, is not working. Right. So, you know, it's a, a ghost and you need to, I'm trying to look at this shit. Uh, sorry. You, you know it's a ghost, and you need to get it out of your fucking house. Well, history would train us to think that the Catholic Church is the way to get it out. And plus, these people are religious. You know, they've got all types of crosses and shit in their house. I'm all clothed out, man. Uh, they got all types of crosses and shit in their house. So they call the church. They send a vicar, is what they call it in the book, which I assume is some type of fucking... Everything's a er. Any, a cur. Cobbler. Nicker, cobbler. Vicar. A nicker? Somebody yeah. makes pants. Well, that's the pants, I think. Huh. It's, did that stump you? You took a second to think about that shit. I was like, man, that's where they got it from. That's somebody <laughs> somebody makes some knickers, man. Nah, knickerbocker is like a type of pants. Yeah, that's what that is, dude. That's a pants maker. A knickerbocker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cobbler <laughs> is a shoesman, but it sounds like somebody... A shoesman? <laughs> 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 That's like Al Bunny's job as a shoesman, dude. Uh, hey, Peg, uh, I've been being a shoesman all day. You're not going to make me have gross sex with you, are you? Man, Ow. I love it. Yeah, it was a cool show. Yeah, it was a good show. Uh, so they call this vicar over, and he comes in, and he won't even attempt an exorcism because this guy, I mean, this is some Catholic ass shit, too. They they know all about poltergeist, ghosts, demons, other entities. Uh, you know, the, you exercise a demon. That's what you exercise. Yeah, you you don't exercise a poltergeist. Apparently, no. It doesn't have it doesn't have an effect, and it'll just make it mad. 
Yeah. So the vicar says no. Uh, they have another friend that was a physicist that came over, and uh, he kind of reflects what the vicar said. He is, it's like a physicist who's into supernatural shit. And he tells them, like, hey, do not do not try to exercise this. But you can't listen to anybody when you got some shit that's ruining your life going on. you got to make an attempt at it. So Vic, the uncle from across the street, the guy that didn't believe, then called the cops on the ghost, now fully believes and wants to perform an exorcism himself. No. Which, of course, is a terrible fucking idea because, again, you can't exorcise a poltergeist, too. He's just an uncle. He doesn't know how to do an exorcism. Yeah, he just uh, cracks open a Bible and he's just saying the Lord's prayer and trying to demand Fred get out of the house in the name of Jesus Christ. It's so funny. It's like I know what's happening. He's probably like, "You better stop, or I'm going to call the cops." <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> funny as fuck. It's so stupid. You keep jingling and jangling, and I'm going to get the law over here. I'm gonna call the Bobby. I hope you don't have a dog because you know those boys can get shot right away. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so this just pisses Fred off, man. The first thing he does is he rains water down all over every inch of the house. And, of course, again, they look around. There's no source for a leak. He just rained inside of the house. Damn. That's got to be the scariest shit of all time. I'll be getting and everything's, like, legitimately wet, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, apparently, the next thing that happens is that Diane's downstairs by herself. A black crucifix flies across the room and sticks to her back. Not in her back. When I say I that, like, it Whoa. sounds way more metal. Uh, not in her back, but it, like she's a refrigerator, and it's a magnet. It clangs to her back. But she can't get it off. She's, it's like in the middle of her back where she can't reach it. Like, you know when you get that itch back there? Yeah. Man, I do this shit uh, at work. Yeah, don't ever tell anybody about this shit. But we got tongs, and I just spread them all the way out. And I reached that boy back there like a back scratcher when I got an itch I can't get a hold of. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, you just take saran wrap and wrap it so it don't get uh, germs on it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do that to keep it sanitary and everything. Yeah. Uh, then, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you popping your zits in the fucking tongs. <laughs> and then, uh... Yeah, she can't reach that part of her back and she's trying to get it off and so she freaks out, runs through the hallway, goes upstairs, trying to get somebody. And Jean, her mom is the first person to come in contact where she's trying to pull the cross off and it won't come off. And for about 30 minutes, they struggle to try to get it off until her mom, remember when she got pinned against the wall with the furniture? Yeah. And her mom finally told her, like, hey, just relax. Yeah. And when she did, the furniture kind of eased up. Yeah. Same thing. She told her, like, just relax, take some deep breaths. So when she calmed down, then the, the cross relaxed and they were able to get it off. But no, left no mark. Huh. No trace of injury. That'd be cool. Would it? I mean, well, that was like a scar from a poltergeist. Oh, the, you mean the, yeah, the mark would be cool. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be hard. Um, the ghost is pretty cool, in my opinion. I mean, the next thing he's going to do is they wake up on Easter fucking Sunday. One of the holiest of holy holidays. Oh, yeah. When uh, Jesus Christ got the shit kicked out of him for three whole days, passed away, or one whole day, passed away, was in the grave for three days, and rose. Man. I saw a hilarious thing online, you know. God damn, you can't be funnier than the internet. It was, someone was like, "Was like, it's me talking to a preacher," and the pre, I'm like, "All right, preacher." So the body of Christ is bread. The preacher's like, "Yes," and the pre, so I'm like, "He rose from the grave." And the preacher's like, "Yes," and I'm like, "Because of the yeast." 
And the preacher's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, uh, whenever I was in rehab, I was in there on Easter. Yeah. And there was this guy in there. It was like, you could tell he was like a fucking, like, down with some satanic prison tattoo shit. Oh, yeah. And they got done talking. And he stands up in the middle of the NA meeting and sticks his arms out by his side like he's on a cross. And he goes, what do you call this? And everybody's like, I don't know. And he goes, a shitty way to spend Easter. I thought that was a, a lot of people were fucking mad. Yeah, that's hilarious. I was the only one laughing. <laughs> it's funny. It was fucking funny, yeah, man. That's off to that guy. Putting a fun spin on He's probably dead. Uh, so, yeah, on Easter Sunday, every single door in their house, they wake up to a gold cross, gold inverted cross, spray painted on the back of every door. Sweet. I wish this motherfucker would decorate my house. <laughs> Reese's inverted crosses gold inverted crosses tight that's pretty sweet flinging crucifixes around but so what's super fishy about this shit right where it's again you know everyone's you know it's something that i believe there's a question that i have with hauntings it's like how much of it if your whole family believes that something is happening everyone you know, there's a, definitely a group think. There's a certain energy that comes in a group. Uh, that has got to be a contributing factor, even if the entity is really there. Like, how everyone reacts to it, how everyone's energy is. Uh, do you not think that that's something that could be strong enough to convince people that something is going on more than it actually is? Sure. Okay. So, that said, they still especially the adults, Joe and Gene, have feelings like every time something happens that's escalated from the last thing, they still go through and ask themselves, like, could this have been the kids? Yeah. Could somebody else have done this? Uh, Is somebody breaking into the house and playing a prank on us? So Gene thought it was fishy because they have gold spray paint. They got it recently because Philip wanted to spray paint his bike gold. Uh, so she goes and, and gets the spray paint to see if it's there. It is. There's no mess on the can. And you know if you use spray paint at all, the can's going to be all fucked up. Yeah. The paint. Um, she goes and tries to recreate the upside-down cross. Now, the upside-down cross is, like, perfect. It's squared off, which it looks like it's done with a stencil. I mean, it's clean, crisp. Like, the you know, spray paint, if you don't have, like, a nozzle on it, when you spray it, it, does, it makes a rounded edge when it comes yeah. out. It's almost impossible to make like a straight squared line. Yeah. Unless you're a professional at this shit. Huh. Uh, and so they're all perfect. They're all symmetrical. They're the same size. They're in the same spot. She tries to recreate a, uh, the cross on the doors. Now, the doors, she finds out, all have a glossy finish, which means that the paint won't stick to the door. So as soon as paint comes in contact with the door, it immediately starts running. But there's no paint that is ran down the door at all so the paint has been used the cross is gold but there's no evidence or proof of how this could have happened and in the time period in which it happened it would have been impossible for a human being to do it that professionally unless somebody snuck in the house with stencils stenciled it up without making enough noise to wake anybody up spray painted every single door with a stencil and got out of there yeah, I don't know. That's fucking weird. Yeah. It's, Is there pictures of that shit? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I'll say it again, but uh, 30eastdrive.com has got all the pictures. 
Okay. So, like, from this time period, everything that's in that book, Poltergeist, um, everything that's in another book that was written, and then every photograph that's been re- released online, shared with them, or that they've found. So what's disturbing about this shit, <clears throat> more so than hearing about it, is uh, most of these things are corroborated with pictures, and then there's a lot of pictures of this figure, which it is consistent. I said this last time. It's consistently the same thing. Which is the the strangest part to me, because if it's not something you believe in, it's hard to argue with evidence. Yeah, and if the same exact thing keeps showing up, the same exact place, over and over again, there's some questions that you should be asking for sure. I don't know. Shit's weird because uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a little bit more open to things like this, but yeah, it's a uh, well, looking at this has really made me think about ghost shit because I don't, I just don't see how, I don't see how there's so many pictures of it that like even you know they're they're all from different sources, all from different time periods. It's like you like who could go back and Photoshop a picture from 1960 and make it look like it's in 1960, and then also there's still ones coming out today. That's what I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like who has the time and effort, and they're all different sources. Yeah. So it would just take so much energy for no gain. Like, no one's getting shit out of that. Yeah. I mean, with the internet the way it is, like, I could see if you can make some haunted shit, like, in the 80s before there's the internet, you could probably make some money by getting people to come look at it and shit like that. Yeah. But today, you're not going to do, you're not going to make a living off of that at all. Man, no. It's like the lady that had the Jesus toast. Yeah. She got paid, right? Yeah, she got paid. She just sold the toast. Yeah. For millions. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, there's just more phenomenon that's going on. Um, now, this is where shit starts to get super weird. Um, we're, we're, re- we're running on a timeline. I'm sure everyone's wondering, like, what happens at the end of this whole fucking saga? Like, going to ramp up to that, getting real close to it. Um, the ghost is getting more and more violent, uh, more and more mischievous at the same time. The next thing that happens is that Jean is cleaning. She goes to the fireplace inside of the kitchen. She opens the flue, which, uh, you know, I've never really had. I've Like, the fireplace I have is gas. Yeah. So it doesn't require any of that traditional shit, like cleaning or anything. But a flue, I guess, is, you know, if you're running a fucking fire in your house... It's what keeps the outside from coming in. So it's like a door yeah. on your chimney. So you want the smoke to escape outside and the soot to escape towards outside. So you'll open the flue, and then when you're not using the fire, you don't want squirrels to come into your house. So you yeah. close the flue. Uh, so the flue is closed. She opens it to clean it, and she hears a little shit rain down, jingle when it hits. She notices it's keys. She looks through the soot. Pulls all the keys out. She counts 19 keys. 18 of them went to the house. And they had all been missing their keys. And these are keys that were on key rings that had been taken off of key rings. So, so someone had their car keys. <clears throat> all the keys are on the on the key ring except for the keys that go to the house. Work key is there. Car key is there. Key to anything else is there. Key to something in the house, gone. Been gone. 
haven't been able to find it. Now they all turn up. In the mix of that is an old key that looks like it's from the early 1800s. It's like a skeleton key. Yeah. Like one of those old school big brass circular on top, skeleton looking thing at the bottom. And it doesn't fit anything in the house. Huh. And the, there's pictures of this, and the family still has it today. That's some weird shit happened with me and my ex-wife at the first place we lived at where the, all the silverware disappeared. What? Yeah. And her mom was like into some weird hippie shit, and she would come over and sage the house, smudge it or whatever. But <laughs> one, she came over one time. I can only imagine you sitting there while somebody is saging your house. Creeped out, too. But yeah. she was like, <laughs> she's like, you bring back that silverware. And we were like, all right, well, we're going Go eat somewhere. I don't want to be here. So <laughs> we come back and all the silverware was back. It was weird. All the silverware? Yeah. How much silverware are we talking? I don't know. I got spoons, forks, knives, but you know, 30, 40 pieces? Of, yeah, probably about that. Yeah. Gone. Gone. <laughs> okay, can they come back? <laughs> yeah, I was like, the dog's gone. <laughs> no, man. Oh, shit. That was weird. Uh, and this is another poltergeist thing that happens a lot. Uh, there's a lot of instances of poltergeist that I was finding online because then after that, I just looked in like metal objects showing up for poltergeists and apparently poltergeists spit out nails which is a thing that they do to mock the crucifixion Tight. yeah see cause they, they're cool they're cool i like them yeah i want one kind of how do we get one yeah <laughs> <laughs> we go get it for basking yeah. uh but they're always like apparently really old nails it's not like a new nail it's like an old fucking made out like handmade nails that they spit out yeah, so just like... What if each one of those was straight up from the crucifixion? <laughs> How many nails? <laughs> There's uh, only uh, three, I think. make sure that fucking painting is hanging. <laughs> 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 fucking funny. Uh, the key thing is, I guess, like, uh, one of the final straws. Now, I, I forgot to say that when... Uh, when the cross thing happened, when the cross stuck to her back and that was again what happened to lead to that was Vic doing a shitty exorcism yeah. and so really pissed Fred the poltergeist off and that's when she started going haywire that after the water thing apparently he banged around all fucking night they couldn't sleep and that started happening about every other night the night that the cross thing happened I fucked up and skipped this part so once Jean got the cross off of her back there was two loud crashes in the house. One of them, it reminded me because you said that funny thing about Jesus being a picture that needs to get hung. Yeah. One of them was a big picture of Jesus that they had. It <laughs> fell and smashed. The second was another giant cross that they had in the house that fell off and broke. Um, so what I wonder is, does this poltergeist, because it probably is this monk, have a thing against religion because of the way he he was killed and like he was probably a shithead. I mean, he killed kids, you know? Yeah. Um. Is it, does he have a problem with religion? Is it the is it the one thing? Is it this particular instance, or does every poltergeist think it's hilarious to scare people by doing Jesus stuff? I don't know, man. Or some of both. I mean, what's so weird is like that that whole story. I mean, that's not even like the first account of like some really Catholic shit. I'm gonna do some more weird satanic stuff with kids or whatever. Yeah. Like that uh, Jules Ray guy. That fucking Crips of Race song by Celtic Frost, that shit. Yeah. It was written about that guy. He was like molesting, killing kids and sacrificing them to the devil. Yeah. It's like, I wonder if that was just a thing. Like, that was, you know, just a cover up back then for them to fucking. Well, hang it still out. is today. 
Yeah. I mean, no one's sacrificing kids that we know of. Yeah. Uh, however, a lot of kids go missing, and the Vatican has its whole fucking network of whatever it wants to. Yeah. Its own country. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, my theory on why is there so many people, why are there so many Catholic priests that molest kids? My my theory is some of the general line of like oppressing urges, you know, homosexuality, yeah, um, sexuality in general. Uh, that that's not a good thing. But I would think I think honestly is like pedophilia. I don't I don't believe it's something that people want to do. You know, I think it's something that's gone wrong. I don't know, man. I think that some people really enjoy that. Yeah, but but why? Because something's gone wrong. Oh, for fucking sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like I I mean, people want to do it when they get the th- when they get these urges. Yeah. But the urges have to come from somewhere. You know, we talk all the time about how you get your sexual proclivities in adolescence. Yeah. So, as far as Catholicism goes, in my mind, a lot of pedophiles, a lot of people who have these feelings, a lot of people who know they want that, use... I'm not giving the Catholic Church a break. They're evil. Yeah. It's as bad as it gets. No evil you could imagine with any type of fake Satan shit could ever amount up to the reality of what goes on in the Catholic Church for covering up for these fucking monsters being around... Uh, and it just keeps it just keeps coming out. It just keeps happening. Yeah. I mean, my friend Ben Roy put out an article about being molested by his priest as a kid. I mean, you just and then you know in the Pittsburgh where there was hundreds more cases, hundreds yeah. more priests. Uh, it's just pedophiles. They it's it's like a community where you know you can be safe and get away with it. Yeah, that's fucking weird. So they know about it. They find out about it. They are drawn to it because of the, the nature of it, and they dwell there and that they fucking get away with giant numbers of a, the most heinous crime doing the worst thing yeah and i think that's what it is they get protected they know it so instead of i mean it has nothing to do with faith it has to do with they know they can get away with being a pedophile so that's where they go yeah it has to do with the power well that too yeah oh, well i mean and plus like the, the none of them ever face criminal charges no. And that's like your main fear, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, even if they're not in the Catholic Church, I do this shit every day at my job, and people don't go to jail for it. Man, that shit's fucked up. I just, I just before I got here, I had to find a place for a, a kid that was on the streets, and he was worried, he was worried about, you know, the place being where he was going to go, was there going to be any men in there that were going to do anything to him, you know? Fuck. It's just like. You know, the world's a fucked up place, man. And you just, I'll say it all the time, you just got to kill those motherfuckers, man. Yeah, I mean, that's really the only solution. Like, I don't want to advocate and have some fucking freak that listens to us go out and start murdering people. But if you have to, pedophiles. <laughs> you <know? laughs> um, yeah, you know, that all that's much scarier than a fucking ghost. But yeah. that's basically the question is, is this, is this, insidious person truly a character who killed children and molested children back in the ten the tens the ten hundreds you know what i mean yeah the, the, the thousands <laughs> did that happen was he hung right at this place and is he come back and is he doing all these things to mock christ because of that that's that is a, an interesting aspect to me after the key thing uh, they finally went to speak to their neighbor now we talked about before how when the cabinet started vibrating and shit 
their outside wall that the cabinets were connected to weren't connected to anything, you know, because it's an apartment type situation. And they have one wall, it's like a duplex connected to their neighbor. So they go to talk to this neighbor to see if what they've been experiencing, she's been experiencing. And she said her name is Mrs. Mountain, which is a cool ass name. Uh, she says, yeah, indeed. Like she has been hearing things and they ask, well, have you seen anything? And she says, yeah, it's funny you ask that because the other morning, Miss Mountain was at her sink, felt someone behind her. Her nephew was there, so she figures it's just him trying to sneak up and scare. But since she heard him, she tells him to give it up, turns around to confront him. Face to face, she confronts a tall being dressed in all black, wearing a monk's habit with a black hood. It's faceless. And the important thing is that she says she did not fear it and looked at it and it vanished. Damn. What a strong-ass lady. Yeah. And uh, that's the first time this has been described as a monk. Okay. And what gives it that ring is that what it's wearing. Uh, You know, the monk's habit, which is like that robe thing, basically, and a hood. And it's faceless. So it's basically a monk dressed in all black is what she thinks she's seeing. And... My theory on it vanishing right away and her not getting a brunt of it is because she's not afraid of it. Yeah. Older lady doesn't have enough energy in, in comparison to what it's getting in the other side of the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just locked onto this family. Um, and in, in the in the photographs I was talking about on that, web, on, um, that website, that's how it appears. Huh. It, it looks big. It's black. You can definitely see, like, some drapings around it. You know, none of the pictures are, like as good of a picture that we would just take with our phone. Yeah. Like you can see everything in the background pretty clear on the better pictures, but the, the being is like hard to get an eye on, like which grainy. makes sense. Yeah. You know, that's just how, uh, and also this is the same way that shadow people are described as looking. Yeah. So this could absolutely be an Illuminati based phenomenon we're seeing right here. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, what is that shit with the kids, with the, the black eyes, you know what I'm talking about? Kids, the black-eyed kids, yeah. That's scary as fuck to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that was like... Yeah, other, I, I was teeth. trying to pick between this and that for this one. Yeah. For Halloween. That shit's, yeah, creepy as shit, too. Because there's so much evidence. Yeah. Boy. Fuck. Yeah, this ghost shit's getting a hold of me. Um. So, once she just... This is another thing, too, that can make you go to the other side of it not being something paranormal is that once she describes the figure to them, they start seeing the figure. So, like, the mom and dad um, say that uh, Joe and Jean, they're in bed, and they keep waking up and seeing it hovering above them. Oh, shit. So that makes you wonder, is that a suggested thing? Yeah. Did she describe that to them, and now it's taken form, and now it's taken form as this? Yeah. Or... Did the thing hear her describe it, and now it's showing itself to them? Like that, yeah. Like it just <laughs> takes that form of fucking some creepy-ass black monk. That's tight. Yeah, and scary for sure. That's scary as shit. So that's what it looks like now. That's what they're familiar with. Uh, the kids haven't seen it yet, and they also weren't there to hear that conversation. The parents have not told them what it looks like just to keep the fear in the house down a little bit. Uh, the next night... After they talked to the neighbor, he appeared to the parents in the night, supposedly. Uh, Diane is alone. She's downstairs, dicking around. 
And we know that all this activity has essentially occurred in one place in the house for the most part. And it's where there's that stairwell and a hallway. So Diane is going past the hallway. As she walks past, something grabs a hold of the back of her sweater and pulls it so tight that it's choking her with this. Yanks her down to the floor, starts to pull her from the bottom of the stairs to the top of the stairs. You know, she's screaming and Fred is pulling her up the stairs. Uh, Joe sees her moving in, runs down the hall, tells the ghost to stop and gets to her and the ghost does stop. That's the most violent thing that's going to happen. And that had to be terrifying. She also said she felt like she was being slapped all over her body the entire time. That was oh, happening, man. Which, uh, dude, that's another thing with poltergeist is that there's a lot of slapping, biting, choking that doesn't often leave marks. Good. So just the fear of the act is what the, the what it's going for here. Now, here we are at the climax, too, because also wondering this out loud is them knowing what it looks like does that affect it staying around and also remember how it dropped the keys off was it saying that it is the key or it has the keys or letting them know that this is its property there's so many symbolic things here that i could think of that it's trying to convey to them i wish we had another clue for the climax (laughs) so listen this is the last time that they're bothered by the poltergeist. And this shit's super weird in like the way it goes out to me. So Philip and Diane, that's the two kids, they're watching TV. As they're sitting there watching television, they've got a... You ever seen one of those sliding glass doors back in the day that instead of like blinds, it was like a shower glass, like a foggy glass, yeah, yeah, like, a, yeah. like a fluorescent light bulb would be? Yeah. He sees a figure move past the door, and he thinks say, maybe it's a neighbor coming by to check on us or see what's going on. So he gets up. Diane comes with him. She sees the figure now, too, going back and forth. They go to the kitchen. They think someone's already come in the house. So they go and look around. They don't see anybody. They open the door, and that's when Philip sees the tall black figure in a monk's habit with a hood. He's speechless. He can't move. Fucking frozen in fear. Hell yeah. This giant fucking dark entity that you, you mean you can tell it's not actually a person. It's supposedly huge, yeah, and it's draped in this black shit. And then Diane sees it, and as soon as Diane sees it, which again he's spent most of his time feeding off the energy of Diane and Jean, he disappears, poof into thin air, kind of leaving like a trail of smoke behind him, real mysterious, like. And they never saw it again after that. What the fuck? Yeah, that's creepy as shit. Yeah, like that. What that was basically saying goodbye. Yeah. That's kind of like, did, thanks for like, the good times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, did he prove his point and move on? Uh, but it, he didn't because things continue to happen at the address to this day, uh, which is not the part of the story I wanted to tell because this is like the most concentrated happenings. This is when people live there. Somebody owns the property now and will not live there. So, you know, no one lives there at the time, but paranormal investigators go there all the time. Wow. And like I was saying, that 30eastdrive.com has got great pictures and anything else that's happened. There was another book written in 2015, but I didn't, I just like only wanted to focus on this one story yeah. and not, you know, dig into another book. And that was interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I've it, heard of it, but I've never like looked into yeah, it. Yeah. I've heard of it. Like I said, there, there's a, a fucking bunch of podcasts on it, which makes sense because um, it's, it's like the only time that there's a verification. And when I say verification, it's still only through family members. But 
there's enough evidence that you want to listen to what they're saying and the fact that it was in the 60s violent towards this young girl and physical things happened you know it's interesting to look at from anyone so if you know if another podcast did it that's cool Uh, no one's as fucking me and buddies me and buddies so i'm sure we did something different than everyone else i hope i hope you liked it i don't know this is something new for us we haven't done a ghost story before it was halloween i thought we'd be spooky boys and uh, knock that out. So, hey, happy fucking trick-or-treating, everybody. Yeah, man. Uh, a problem with doing RV episodes is so grossly unprepared. I don't have any uh, of my fucking shout-outs and thanks to everybody. But you know who you are, and we threw you out on the first episode. So all you guys that are patrons at any level, smallest to biggest, uh, the patreon.com, Death Metal Dicks, try to shout you out on every episode. <laughs> this ain't the one because we're in a fucking camper Getting it done so we can get out to everybody tired. early on Halloween. Yeah, I mean, I flew all day. Anyway, I could have a million excuses, but we love you. We thank you. You know who you are. We know who you are. Um, the, all that money has helped us just only be able to, to keep the podcast going and then do more things. Like, we're about to put out shirts for everybody with that new ripping logo that a fan sent us. Yeah, it's tight. Um, shout, shout out this one for sure, because I we just got a new patron today. Um, heaviest mental. I know it's our friend Simon Croy. Uh-huh. It's his. Uh, it's a blog. It's like a heavy metal. Okay. They're funny. They go to shows, make notes about it. Pretty ripping thing. It's all on all social media. Heaviest mental. Fuck yeah. Heaviest mental. And uh, he's been listening to us since we first came out. Oh, that's and a, that's uh, pretty sure he's lived in Little Rock for a while. Oh, okay. Because uh, he's like mentioned Venus to us before. But yeah, I mean, hey, thanks for that. Thanks for everybody. Check out that heaviest mental. Yeah. Also, if you have like a podcast or some shit, if you're a patron, if that's a good way to sneak in some advertising. Yeah. If you want us to shout your shit out, just be a patron. <laughs> we'll do it. Um, iTunes reviews. We got some ridiculous ones this week. So one from Seth Putnam of Anal. Yeah, if you want to, yeah, from Beyond the Grave, we're getting spirited. <laughs> That's if a poacher guy. Says Seth Putnam. <laughs> God, yeah. Would you imagine being haunted by that bullshit? <laughs> we should, yeah, all right, Kim or Gigi like Allen slapping the books out of your hand. Reading's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking clothes, huh? Gay. Just like <laughs> man. There's this, this fucking interview with him where he's like. The guy's like, what kind of books do you read? He's like, I don't read, he's gay. <laughs> he's like, what kind of music do you listen to? He's like, Buck Cherry. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so fucking Hilarious. funny, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, your GG, the ghost of GG would be the worst poltergeist of oh, all time. Oh, gosh. True poltergeist. <laughs> fucking peanut butter butt crackers. But yeah, it's the most wonderful time of the year, all you fucking freaks out there. I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you're enjoying each other. Happy anniversary to Ashley and Matt Mess. You know what I mean? Fucking A. Cool people. Yeah. Um, that's all I got. I, I mean, we love you all. Everyone that listens, that's part of this community. Thank you so much. Halloween's fun. Have fun with your fucking kids. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, man. We're all going to go trick-or-treating together. Our costume together. came in. We'll yeah. get some pictures of Buddy in his costume, man. <laughs> don't, don't, say it, don't say it, man. We'll just get the pictures Just know it don't fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Did you expect it to? No, nah, man. Yeah, I knew okay. it wasn't going to. Yeah, perfect. All right. All right, guys. We love you, and we'll uh, see you with something non-spooky next week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>